might come. Womp, 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 Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unusually Ordinary. We way past the I think we yeah, we're way past the keeping track of the episodes. Bro, we only on uh, 36. We got Joe Rogan out here, got thousands of episodes. You can't keep count of the 35. I I can't. I forget every week. Cause I'm I, I know like kind of what episode we're on. It's like 30 something ish. We're like in the 30-ishes. Or you just go look at your own profile, podcast profile, and just look. I don't know. So we used to do it, and it used to be like we would do the episodes by like basketball players or numbers or athletes. But it's like we're kind of up there for like, you know what I'm saying? Like the number is too high for basketball player numbers. So is it too high to keep up with the the keep up with your episodes of your podcast? We're on 36. It is too high. <laughs> For me, it is too high. We got some good stuff coming this week. We got some foolishness coming. Well, I'm going to see what you think about it. I think it's foolishness. Uh, Odell Beckham. Um Really, it's a couple things on Odell. Let's start with him handing out money to the uh, LSU players after they won a national championship. I thought it was silly to do in front of everybody. Well, what did you think? I mean, do it in front of everybody, yeah, but the premise of it, no. I ain't tripping off that. He should have gave everybody money. But he was caught up in the moment. He was acting like he was big bro on the block. Like he was... Like, he was the neighborhood uh, dope dealer or something. Like, he knew all them kids since they was young or something. Like, yeah, these my little, these my little bros. Like, just started handing out money. Nah. That ain't cool, man. What ain't cool? I mean, you could get the university in trouble. You get LSU man. in trouble. Like, I mean, I don't care that he does it. I just care for, like, the people next year or for the future seasons is, like, I ain't worried about all that. They have to deal with the punishment. What are they going to do to take the championship away? I'm not saying that, but just, you could be rep- the team could be reprimanded. And I just don't want anything to happen. I don't. I'm not. I don't care that he handed out money. I just don't want there to be a a negative consequence for LSU. It's kind Man, of like it's college sports. Everybody hands out money to the athletes. Okay, but it's blatant. Like, you're blatant. You did it. So now it's like, okay, you did it in front of everybody's face. What do we do about it? That's the only bad part. That is that is the bad part. Yeah, you did it and everybody saw. But what Odell did is pretty much what everybody else do behind, you know, okay. behind closed what doors, do behind the table. closed doors. And what he was caught up in the moment. I'm pretty sure he was loose as a goose. Don't get me started. So, you know, he was feeling it. Finishing him going to the band, trying to get certain songs played. He get escorted by the police at the bandstand. Like, he was feeling it. His school in the national championship, they just won. You know what I'm saying? When the last time LSU won a national championship? Like, oh, what, 2005? With less miles, 2007. 2007, less miles. Come on, man. These don't come around every. They, they ain't Alabama, so hey, we gonna we gonna take advantage of this. Ain't nobody tripping. Funny part is, what I found funny was a couple of LSU players that cover for Odell. No, it was fake money. You know, that was prop money. He didn't give us no real cash. He wouldn't do that. Ha, ha, ha. Jerry Burrow like, man, bro, he gave me he gave me flat out. He gave me cold hard cash, bro. I don't know what they talking about. And how they gonna try to play Odell like that? Like, he a whole NFL star, big contract, and he walking around with movie prop money? Come on, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't care that he gave money. I just think it was stupid to do in the camera and he kind of took away from the moment from the actual like people are talking about Odell more than they're talking about LSU winning the championship yeah that's just kind of like like, really I'm sure all the alum do stuff and help out players but it's just like now it's about Odell I just don't like that 
I don't care. Like personally, I just don't want the ramifications to fall on LSU when they're falling on the up. Like they're really, really on the up and up. I mean, they've always been like the second or third team of the SEC, but now they're number one, and they could they got momentum, and you don't want them to be knocked back for some foolishness. That's just my that's just my gripe with it. You dig? So, how do you feel about him? So you know he has a, an arrest warrant out for an arrest warrant out for him, right? Yeah, because he smacked the police officer on the butt. <laughs> like, so what do you what do you feel about that? They're being petty, the officers. They're being petty. If it was such a big deal, they could have did something right then and there. But they really do nothing about it until the video surfaced went viral. Everybody stole. Everybody's mocking it. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's sharing it. It's becoming a joke. Not a, like, yeah, kind of a joke. Not a meme, but, you know, yeah, like, oh, that was wildest. He was wildest so much to the point that he, like, you know, smacked the officer's butt, like you just said. Like, you can't touch a cop. But if it was such a big deal, the officer could have said, yo, I'm, you know, we got to talk about this right now. They could have pressed charges, whatever, they, you know, whatever their procedure was. But, no, they didn't do nothing until the video got out. I don't like that. I did see a story where the judge blocked it. I don't know if it's true or not. Still, I try to find something, but hope they did. Cause that's just being petty. Come on now. You know we know well, they was they wasn't in Louisiana. Never mind. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's petty. You don't put your hands on a cop. I mean, that's just. I mean, it's petty. The whole the warrant is petty. It's not. It's an arrest warrant. Yeah, I don't think you should go to jail for it, but it's, you know better. Like, don't be. Bro, he in day environment. The locker room. He's in the players. Like, he's in their environment. So they can do whatever they want to him? They can. I don't, I, no, I mean, I don't no, you can't, but you understand the situation. Like, national championship. Like I said, I'm pretty sure like Odell probably was drinking. So you're not in a clear, straight okay. mind. So that, so you get, you always excuse people. Okay. He, you're right. Putting your hands on the officer's bag. You should not do it at all. If you do, you should go to jail every time. That's what you want me to be like instead of trying to explain the situation or give it context, try to look at it from a different angle. You know, we're like, like a podcast, you know, we do do that. But I'll start hosting it like you. I'm just it's saying. not making excuses. I'm trying to find a different angle. Like, okay, to why it happened. He was drunk, so he was able to do it. We'll give him a pass. I didn't say nothing about a pass. Okay. Said, if it was such a big deal, the officer should have did something right then and there. Okay, then. I didn't say you should go to jail. I just said, you know not to put your hands on the officers. Just, to me, that's silly. Right. So he should have went, went to jail and had something like, something, something should have happened to him that night. But it didn't. So I'm not going to make a big deal about it since it's not a big deal to deal. If it wasn't a big deal to him in that situation, I'm pretty sure he wasn't the only cop in that, uh, in that, uh, in that locker room. He had backup. You could have told somebody this that night. You could have told his superiors. No, you waited to wait days later till the video come out. All right. So the cop was, if he used that saying about having somebody put his hands on him, then he would have did something about it right then and there. I think he did confront on them. I mean, we don't know what happened. But I, him, if it, but I'm pretty sure you understand. Like, yo, you like he, well, he mean no harm about it. He didn't mean like to physically assault or like just left him on the bug in the locker room. That's what you know, f- football players do in the locker room. That's what coaches do. Like that is part of sports culture. So he probably understands. Like you know, okay, this is Odell Beckham Jr. This is you know his alma mater. They did just win a championship. So I'm not gonna take it serious. So I'm not gonna sit here and take it serious. The officer didn't. If the cop didn't. I don't know if I disagree with the whole premise of you're in our world, we can do whatever we want. I ain't say do whatever you want, but he even even the cop understands. He's in the locker room. It's a national so, championship. He, was everybody doing it, EJ? No, it was just oh there. That's why we just talking about him. So it's not about you. So yes, if you put your hands on the cop, you should go to jail. Yes, you should not do it at all. What else you want to talk about? I'm just saying it was silly to do. That's all I'm saying. 
Right. The whole situation was silly. He shouldn't have done it. I mean, I don't know. He ain't going to jail. I don't think he should go to jail. <laughs> I just don't think he should have done that. There's a lot of stuff people shouldn't do, but they still do it. How you gonna how, how the other person gonna react to it though? And like you said, the officer, like I said, just turned around, and probably just talked to him, but he didn't put him in cuffs. He didn't walk him out to a certain situation, walk him out to a certain you know location to try to talk to him further or further investigate it. Championship was on Monday. Today is Thursday. Three days to go by, and then you finally decide to do some action. All right. I mean, uh, I don't agree with the warrant, but I also don't agree with Odell. We agree to disagree. I don't. But how do you? How do you? What do you mean? Agree to disagree? What do you agree with? Well, no, I just don't want to keep going back and forth for being a dead horse. Like you got your point, you got your stance, I got mine. All righty. <laughs> Let's talk about Zion. All right, uh, Zion's making his big comeback. Not not a comeback. It's just, he's it's not a comeback. What is it called? He's making his debut. <laughs> yeah, debut. His debut coming up. Um, do you think he should play? play? Huh? What they play? Let me look at this schedule. He plays on what the twentieth? Is it? I think twenty second. Twenty second. Um. So I know they were speculating him playing against the Lakers when we, we beat them. I was like, don't come on that game. 22nd, San Antonio. First game versus the Spurs. Uh, he'll, he'll be tested, but... Uh, yeah, he should play. If he's healthy, if he's feeling good, if he's fine, if he's just walking around 100%, there's no reason to just keep him out. Just like, all right, just, like, just to worry about his injury. Like, no, let's just put him out there. Now, I'll put him out. I said he should sit the whole season because, like, if y'all got to do all this maintenance, he's still recovering, and you got to rework the foundation of his walking, running, and tweak the mechanics and all that. I'm like, y'all just chill. There's no need to rush it. But if he's good, then he's good. Like, I see him doing, you know, uh, windmill dunks in between the leg dunks uh, pregame while he's still getting shots up and stuff. So if he's healthy enough to you know, still dunk or be explosive in pregame like he normally is, then you know, put him out there. Give Lonzo some help. <laughs> Lonzo. B.I. need the help. Um... Yeah, you know, I'm I'm one for if you're healthy, you should play. I don't I don't believe in resting healthy players. So you get you get paid to play if you're able to. I don't see why you have a healthy player sit out if he's like if he's your top player. So I'm I'm ready to see him play. They got a they got a little tough stretch of games whenever they uh, whenever he comes back. So they play San Antonio. They go against Denver, and then it's Boston. That's a, that's a tough stretch right there. But it is. Paul Mills take won't get traded. I know I ain't got nothing to do with this, but uh, <laughs> wa- wa- watching Denver, yeah, they're going to trade Paul Mills to somebody. I just think he's a, he's a good size contract. Uh, I just want to know who wants to. I don't think it's like one year left. I think it's like the last year on it. It is. That's what I'm saying. They ain't gonna resign him because they got Michael Porter Jr. He balling. That's my. That's that, that's my that's my favorite rookie, Michael Porter Jr. He played like four games already. Huh? He played like four games. He's already your favorite rookie. I like Michael Porter last year. No, I I mean I met him, so I mean he's yeah I like him. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's cool. Um, well, who are we talking about? Uh, Zion. 
Zion, yeah, tough stretch, but yeah, I mean, that's NBA. Every game going to be tough because this is going to be the first time you're playing against, like, legit, like, talent. So every game, no matter if they're playing against the Hornets, Suns, or the Spurs, or the Lakers, like, it's all going to be, like, new to not new to him, but an adjustment because their preseason ain't, like, this is what's going on now. He's he's going to be dropped in, like, right in the middle of it when everybody's, like, Everybody's in shape, like everybody know what they're doing, the chemistry, like everybody's already got there's no rust, nobody has no rust on them. So Zion coming in with rust, he gotta shake that off. He gotta get acclimated. But um I do see him still like being productive though. Like still gonna give him about sixteen to twenty. He just yeah, he he just has he just gets buckets. I'm not a really, I'm not a huge Zion fan. I'm kind of would take Morant over him, me personally. But now Zion just gets buckets. He just finds a way to to get the ball in the hoop. I mean, we all know all that. We ain't seen him play yet. I don't want he no. just gets buckets like 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 he just come in and be a scorer right away. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about like because I didn't think he was that good. Would be that good in college, and he was able to lead the team even in uh summer league he just had a nose for getting the ball in the hoop i'm not saying like he's james harden get bucket but like he when you said 16 20 points is me agreeing with that yeah he's gonna find a way to score okay maybe not 16 to 20 he might he might but it, I don't know if it'll happen because we're going to take away from who. You got three players ahead of him that's getting shots. So, unless them three. other three is ready to sacrifice. Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Drew Holiday. I don't know if Zo gets more buckets. He'll be getting more shot attempts than Zion. Well, he'll be the one. He's a point guard. He'll be the one distributing. But you see, lately, you know, he's not just the guy that's going to come down and pass the ball around like Rondo. He's been pulling up. He's been getting his shot too. So just because Zion back, Brent, Lou Lonzo ain't gonna be like, all right, let me just go back to the house plan before. No, I'm I'm hot. What you mean? Mm. Like, yeah, it's still gonna go up because you're gonna have a better player. You're gonna have Zion. So like more pick and roll, more opportunities to get, you know, better players the ball. But if Lonzo has an opportunity to score, I don't think he's just gonna be like, all right, let me just go ahead and pass it versus let me go ahead and get this bucket. Like Lonzo's confidence on the Lonzo's confidence is sky high. I don't <laughs> think a rookie coming in right now is going to disturb that, and it shouldn't. And he he should not let that. Yes, he's the big yeah number one draft pick. But hey, I, I was I was pretty high too. Remember me second overall? No, I'm just saying I don't think Lonzo. He just don't shoot a whole lot though. I don't. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know he could, if even he still got like 13 what's, attempts a game. What's what's shoot a whole lot? <laughs> so like James Harden shoots a lot, so he'll that, that, excluding him. He takes 40 shots a game. Who does okay. that? We're not I'm talking about there that. There, play. there are players that shoot 25 attempts a game. That's just not Lonzo's game. So I think he'll be fine if he gets 13 attempts a game still, or like 14. I don't know, I don't know what he shoots shoot a game. But he's not like a score, score to where he has to get like 18, 19, 20 shots. You know what I'm saying? Players like that, they get that many shots a game. I think he's fine with like 13 or less. He's averaging 15 shots a game this month. Oh. Like, of course, they're going to average 20, 21, 22. That's like what, Kyrie... LeBron, like LeBron, don't do that. Like, who's that? Those are like the scores that have like nobody else on the team with them. Right. They got like if Zion come back, they'll have four scores on the court possibly at one time. Right. Not scores, but four guys that could get like that could get buckets. So right. of course, like the shot distribution is not going to be twenty, twenty, twenty. No. So, but at the same time, Alonzo's not going to go down from fifteen, sixteen shots a game to like ten, eleven. I didn't say I said 13. That's a lot. That's possibly six points. Eight if you want to be technical. <laughs> he can get, get a couple of four point plays. But I'm just saying, I don't think it's. I'm just saying, 
Okay, it's fine. <laughs> I, but Zion might have the type of game they can just come out here and try to get more shots than those three I named previously. Like, we know he can't shoot. I think he'll try to get more buckets than Zion. I mean, than uh, Zoe. And it'd be inefficient. Like, he had to pin on Lonzo. Not not necessarily, but he get his own shot, but versus, like, a whole set defense, yeah. In transition, yeah, Zion get his own shot easily. But in the half court, yeah, he can pass the ball to him. Maybe he can go ISO versus, like, a bigger big that he's quicker than. But we're not going to depend on Zion just to get his whole bucket versus a set defense. He, he need Lonzo. I put Alonzo one of the most improved. He keep playing. We're going to see about the third quarter awards. No way. <laughs> we got to see how you want 20 more games. I got to see how you play in no 20 way. more games. If you keep this up a 20 more games straight, then I, I, I No way. You in the conversation? Yeah, in the conversation for sure. But not over Ingram. Okay. Ain't even close with them two. Lonzo is balling. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a Zoe fan. You know, my, all my former Lakers, I got to give. They all have hold a special place in my heart. But I don't think over Ingram, over the last 10 games, Zoe's averaging 17. Over the last 10 games, Brandon Ingram's averaging 25. 25, 6, and 5. 45% from three. Season's <laughs> not over yet. Huh? Season's not over yet. <laughs> he got to have a, a a hell of a performance to, to beat that. But those ball in the last 10 games, 17, 7.5 and 7.5. And almost 40% from three. So I'm, I'm happy for Zoe. And I'm, I love to see him proving the haters wrong because boy is balling. I just don't think over it. I would take that over what Ingram's doing. Especially since Ingram has been doing it since day one of the season. And it's kind of taking Zoe just a little bit to get in the form. But that's just my only gripe with that. It's just right. Ingram's just been consistent. For the first time in four years. But alright. Zoe also for the first time in in two years, exactly. Wasn't what is what four years ago? The matter what what he's doing today? That's because his players because his players in his own draft class that's been performing. He just now catching up. All right, <laughs> that ain't got to do with me. That's why he's most improved. Because if he was balling like that, he before he wouldn't be most improved. <laughs> so it, it got to be so it got to be some kind of like year like. Like duration penalty or something like it can't be like okay you come in and it's five years four years five years since you first came into the league been a rookie now you eligible for most improved like no so how what do you why well how else would it be <laughs> how else would you determine it somebody like, did it er, like early in their career that's early in his career that's five, he's still four young. years in. That's four years in is early in your career. If he was retired today, you'd be like, he Most retired. Most dudes don't have a career in four years. He's he's still under rookie contract. How does that even, but why even? Exactly. There's players in his own draft class that got rookie contract extensions already. So they had the most improved. We talk about most improved. After four years, all right. I'm just saying, but what does that have to do with anybody to do with him being most improved? Because this player got somebody who was like, what, rookie two seasons ago, and we know his situation, we know his game. Like, you got somebody that actually, like, improved his actual game, like his whole shot form. Like, he actually improved his game. And we're seeing the dividends of it now. What Brandon Ingram do different? Lift weights? What's he doing most improved? I mean, so he he's, he's improved his – Scoring tremendously. What is tremendously? He's averaging ten more points a game. That's a tremendous jump. So Lonzo don't have a tremendous jump. 
I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying he's averaging 12 points a game this season. So it's a no. It's not a tremendous jump. Is it? <laughs> of late? Yeah, you said he's been playing lately. Yeah, I'm saying he's averaging 17 points over the last 10 games. I'm saying, though, Brandon Ingram's averaging 25 points a game for the season. This was a Zion topic anyway. Go Derrick Rose. <laughs> Every time we talk about Pelicans, it's always about Brandon Ingram. I hate that. Let's just go to Derrick Rose. What do you mean? You said most improved. I said I don't even have a hard time competing against Brandon Ingram. Is what you you wouldn't spur the most improved. Nobody brought it. But it's always you try to make it the, the like the definitive answer. Like, oh, it's Brandon Ingram. It's nobody else. Nobody else could get it. Like, bro, he's not the only. He's not the only one. And they take like I'm saying, if it's players in his own draft class that's been improving every year progressively, and you just now doing this, come on now. That's I why he's just... most improved because he's improving. What I mean, what do you think the award means? Is he going to get MVP or what? He getting most I'll approved. Play. He's finally li- he's finally living up to hit like expectations. Other players already did that. Okay, dude, he's <laughs> he didn't have a great he hasn't had a great career so far. He's exactly. So what does that have to do with him? So what's your grade? So you could be trash. You could be trash most your career. Then we have one good year, and now you most improve. He he's never been trash, but he's yeah he's. If most he was improved. that good, they would have kept him. If they was that good, he would have. They would have. What you mean? Yeah, you trade him for world class for once in generation Anthony Davis. You do that in a heartbeat. Any team would trade a a, <laughs> a role player, a young kid for a. But they wouldn't do that for Kawhi. Before they even knew this Anthony Davis trade was possible. Dude, that was different management back then. Okay. Derek Rose has been bowling. Let me pull him up. We got another page pulled up. Give me like two seconds. I'm right here. Okay. Over the last 10 games, Derek Rose has been averaging 22 points a game. Uh, 52% field goals, uh, 89% hmm? from the field, sorry, I'm reading, and uh, (laughs) or was I in uh, 89% free throws? He's actually having a pretty good season. I think, I don't know if he wins, he's not going to win six men of the year, but he's definitely in the conversation for he's averaging eighteen points for the for the season. That's well, like seeing huh? well, we know he ain't we know he ain't eligible for most improved. So I think most that, the MVP. I'm going off your argument, but I'm just kidding. Anyway, but, um, <laughs> that was not my argument. Of uh le- of Maybe lately he's been starting. Lately. No, huh? he's been starting. He's been starting. Yeah, like, he was playing like this last year. Not like he didn't play as many games. And well, the reason difference between this year and last year, he's starting this year. Like he's Who? starting now of 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 recent. Derrick Rose. He started like the like them last games, them last eight, nine, ten games. You're talking about because he's been start. He's been in the starting lineup. So yeah, his production go high. Go yeah, I'm back in my normal role. Like he should never been come off the bench. Not for no Brent Brown or whatever his name is. I agree. I mean, I think he's the best guard they have. <laughs> Him and Luke Kennard, I like both of them. But nah, man, Derrick Rose, is, he's putting in work. If there was a comeback player of the year, I, I, I would definitely give that to him. No, he wouldn't get that. Huh? He was he playing good last year. Well, I don't... Look at he was. He was. Okay. Last year in January, still putting up numbers. He had two games we have single digits, but that's because he barely played like 12 minutes, 23. 
I think the way he just tied but, it together and he's he's playing a lot more. To me, I don't I don't know last year versus this year, but I feel like I'm seeing him on the court more often. Last year he averaged 18. Huh? 18-4-2 he averaged last year. This year he just went up like, you know, a couple of assists, like an upper assist. Like, he's he been playing like this. He started playing like this when he, when he came, when he got up with uh, the Timberwolves. When uh, Thibodeau was there, Coach Tibbs. That's when Derrick Rose, like, started, like, all right. We seen Derrick Rose be more than just a driver, more than a slasher, more than a dunker. Like, we seen Derrick Rose, the shooter. We seen Derrick Rose, the mid-range pull-up, the mid-range pull-up, the uh, catch-and-shoot threes. Cool. Like, we seen an all-around game. That's what he's pretty much been doing. He got to realize, okay, I'm not that same athletic, powerhouse, dynamic athlete that I was when I first came into the league. My injury slowed me down. So, since then... Like working on my game, working on my first of all, working on getting better. Cause since then, like, have you like heard or seen like Derek Rose been out of games because of injury? So he's been healthy. He's been staying healthy. Mm-hmm. He's showing an all around game, and he's finally not finally, but this what Derek Rose would have been if he would have been like this, like times five, if he didn't get hurt. So, like, Derrick Rose, he's not a star, but he's still got that star in him. Same way with Car- Car- Carmelo. Like, oh, he's washed up, he's this, he's that. But at the same time, all the uh, the, the times he goes and plays against the, his former teams, he's been d- not dominant, but he's been consistent, efficient, and he's been scoring. Like, he's been showing them, like, I'm still mellow. Like, just because he's old, like, certain players, like, just because they're not the same physical, they don't have the same physical attributes, that don't mean they don't still have that same dog in them, that same heart in them, that same skill. If anything, if you get older and you're a skilled player, then you just and you keep working on it, you can become more skilled. That's why uh, Michael Jordan had that turn rate, that turn uh turn away, uh turn around fadeaway that was so consistent. Cause I've been doing this since I was what 23, 24, now I'm 35, 36, 37, 38. Like I've been doing this move forever. So I'm pretty sure I mastered it. So Derek Rose is pretty, he's pretty much getting to his, you know. His his mastery, he started mastering his entire game. Like I think Derrick Rose could become better if he was on like a better situation. Like he, like I said, he didn't start the season for who? I don't even know their starting point guard name. If he was on a contending team, you would see Derrick Rose the twenty twenty two twenty four score, not twenty four, maybe twenty twenty two. But you'll see a more consistent dynamic Derrick Rose. That's why they should go ahead and trade him. Well, he should want to get traded. Um, I mean, I think a contending team, any contending team would want him. I would want him for the Lakers. But I just feel like it's more focused on D. Rose this year. When he was with the Timberwolves, I don't feel like it was – he. Whatever he was doing, it wasn't a focus on Derrick Rose. He was just a component. But I kind of feel like they rely on him more with the Pistons. Yeah, you're right. Like, they had Wiggins and uh, Tim. Wiggins and uh, Towns, and they started um, Jeff Teague. Yeah. So, yeah, off the rip, you coming in being the fourth, fifth option. And they had Covington. I mean, he had an option before him, but he still started before him. So yeah, it can be like you said, yeah, different situation. Now you start to see. So if you imagine a situation where he actually playing for something, he has a play actually playing for something since like 2010, 2011, 2012, around that time. I mean, he's. Nothing with you. I would like for a contender to get him. We could use him. We just, I don't know what his contract is and what we would have to give up. But I would, I would love D-Rose. I mean, you know, I was going to say I want everybody for the Lakers, but, <laughs> yeah, I do want all the good players for the Lakers. Uh, yeah, I'm guilty. Just going to quarter awards. Quarter awards. 
All righty. So we just going to do the coach. We're going to go through all of it. Yeah. Pro, uh, Major awards. You got MVP, most improved, six man of the year, coach of the year, rookie of the year. Um, the me and EJ are pretty much agreeing on majority of, on the awards. We both agree that LeBron uh, for the second uh, twenty uh, twenty games of the season that he's the uh, MVP. You got Devontae Graham as the most improved. You got Lou Williams as the sixth man, and you got uh, John Morant as rookie of the year. Uh, only award that we were different. I have different opinion, not uh, different choices for. Uh, he don't know mine, but the, uh, I know who his. Well, he don't know who my. You want to go first or want me to go? I'll go first. I, I, I'm i still choosing um, going with Milwaukee Bucks coach on here. What's his name? Mike Budenholzer. Okay. <laughs> Why do you say that? Uh, well, they have the best record in the league. Um, and so they're the number one scoring team in the NBA. Um, they beat us after the last quarter awards, the Lakers, and the um, the only any true any true contender after us they beat besides Philly, even though they didn't really play any. They played a lot of kind of trash teams, but just the margin that they've been winning by has just been crazy. So I think him. I mean, he was. I think he's the first option for that. All right. The team, is, the player, the coach is obviously the coach of the coach of the year. Uh, is Mike, not Mike, um, Coach Spoelstra of the Miami Heat. Uh, you talk about the Bucks. The Heat beat my uh, the Miami beat the Bucks. Um, when it comes down to a seven game series. Coach Spoelstra would definitely outcoach Mike Budenholzer, guarantee. Um, unexpected, nobody seen this coming in. He got players stepping up. Um, he got rookies stepping up and being consistent. Uh, Kendrick Nunn is being consistent. Uh, Duncan uh, Duncan Robinson is being consistent. Tyler Hero uh, being consistent. Bam out of out of stepped this game up. He's being consistent. He's up there. With, well, according to you, he wouldn't be up there for most improved, but he's in the conversation. Uh, you got Kelly O'Leary. You still got Myers Leonard. Got a got got a good dev. You got Goran Dragic coming off the bench. He's coaching most second, the second in the East, with the team that beat the number one ranked. They probably they beat all the best team, all the all the top teams in the uh, in the East. They only have one loss. At home this whole season, mm-hmm. and that's when Jimmy was out um, with um, personal reasons. Jimmy didn't play that game, so Can I, yeah. I don't so, see. I don't, I don't, yeah, go ahead. What's up? So their losses came to the Lakers, Memphis of recent during these awards. So it's Lakers, Memphis, Washington, Orlando, Brooklyn. In New York, these are all teams under 500 besides the Lakers. They're still second in the East, though, right? Yeah, I'm just saying. If you... I mean, y'all, I mean, we're gonna just, we're gonna bring up every good team that got bad losses. Then the Lakers lose to the Magic of recent. Yeah, but we don't have a string of losses though. Then, what's a string of losses? Well, the Lakers. We're never talking about the Lakers. I didn't even. But we're talking about. We're talking talking about good teams then who else we're talking about other day all teams even the clippers like every good team has lost bad teams so the heat is the only team in the nba that's lost to a bad team i'm not saying that i'm saying okay that. so can i bring up other teams that have then <laughs> what's the argument like okay they lost it's not an argument i'm not yeah, an they argument. Did, but other teams have too I'm not saying they haven't. So what are you trying to what are you trying to say? What, what, what are you bringing up Can the I, losses for then? I'm saying that if you give them quarter awards, if you give them coach of the year, uh, coach of for this quarter, I'm saying you have so many losses to teams under 500. That's my argument. I mean, that's I, that's why I would choose Milwaukee over them. 
I'm okay because everybody else has it. Yeah, I'm not saying they don't. That's why I didn't choose their coach. <laughs> That's why I chose Milwaukee's coach because they didn't. They were able to beat the bad teams. I'm just saying that you have these string of losses to 500 teams. Well, yeah, they're still second in the East, though, right? Yes, but that's why I think... They they won more games than they lost in these 20 games, right? Oh, true. I'm just saying that's why I would choose the Bucks coach over them. That's all I'm saying. They're first. I mean... I'm just letting you know so why. So when am I when 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 did Miami be the Bucks this quarter or the last quarter? So when did Miami beat the Bucks? Yeah. Mm, let me look at that. That was that was the uh, that was during the first quarter awards. Okay. It still doesn't change my choice. It shouldn't. I'm just letting you know why I didn't choose them. Okay. When it comes down to it, after the whole quarter wars, after the season and the playoffs, mm-hmm. Miami will beat the Bucks. They'll they they will advance farther in the playoffs than the Bucks. Guaranteed. That's not that's not the argument. I'm That's, not, but can I just bring something? Okay. We'll just stick to this argument. Huh? We'll just stick to the most, the quarter, the, these quarters. No, I'm just saying, you you tried to downplay the Bucks, and I'm like, how do you downplay them when they've been winning consistently and they've the number one scoring team, but the Heat have lost two bad teams. Regularly, not regularly, but I mean, playing to their most string of losses between the last quarter awards and this quarter awards, they have more losses in this quarter and it's to worse teams. That was just my point, but we agreed on everybody else MVP, six man, rookie. Yes, uh. Twenty more to go. Twenty more. Alrighty. What's next on the docket? Conor McGregor. He's got he's got a another comeback fight against Cowboy Cerrone. Cowboy Donald Cowboy Cerrone is the UFC's uh, holds the record for the most wins in the UFC. Uh, this is Conor's comeback. Again, um, and I don't even know how I want the, how I expect this fight to go. I really want to say I think Conor's going to lose. Um, he just has taken off for too long. I, I I just don't like how you dibble in and out of a combat sport, it's, especially when you've not been on the up and up. Like the, his last few fights, last time I remember, the last few fights I remember seeing Conor McGregor have all been losses. It's just been when he went against. Uh, Khabib, that was a bad loss. And then you go against Mayweather, that's a loss. It's literally been years since I've seen McGregor win a fight. I want him to win because I like McGregor. It's just when it's been years since you won a fight, it's just hard to believe in somebody. Was it Khabib? Uh, was that his last UFC fight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he shouldn't be just taking time off like that. But that was his last fight. Yeah. He got whooped. Yeah. He did. <laughs> and I like Conor McGregor, but... Yeah. yeah. I don't think... Uh, I don't think you think his passion's still there? He got like he got other... Other endeavors outside of MMA. I... That I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it makes him more money than actually fighting. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm there with you. I don't, I don't know why he's doing it. So I, he, the, what makes me think that the passion is there, is because he quoted or he was saying that uh, 
LeBron spends so much money on his body and McGregor said that he doesn't spend any money on his body kind of made him look at taking care of your body differently. That's what kind of makes me think that he's still in it. He kind of has a... And then he's not really the same loud... Air, I mean, he's still airy. He's just kind of toned down a little bit. So I kind of think that he's like his mind is there this time. But I don't think he's going to win. I don't, the only reason why, I don't know, it's hard to say he'll lose because the guy's a lot older than him. I think it's a good tune up fight. Oh, it is. I, you know, all we know just for the podcast, before we get some content, I'm going to download UFC, re download UFC 3 again. I'm going uh, to actually learn that game. I'm going to do you in. His okay. His opponent's uh, thirty six years old. Oh, just kind of like thirty two, thirty one. Well, that's not that bad. It's not, but you mean it's like he was like forty something. Like I was thinking, like Randy Couture age. Nah, he he's he's up there. He's on a he's on a lose streak also. He's at least won a fight. He's at least been fighting consistently. He had four fights. He had four fights in 2019. One, two, lost to him in 2019. So he's uh, he's at least is in a rhythm, but I don't know. Yeah, like I said, probably the rhythm factor. But at the same time, talent might override that. Because we've seen Jay, John Jones come back, take a time off, and come right in and just dominate. Like he never left. That was more forced time off. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different when you want. But he was still he 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 was he was still out, outside. He, like he still wasn't in the rhythm. He wasn't like in the sport. He was out like how long was it, like multiple years? Because he'll like he'll keep he will mess up again at right like, right when they'll start to right. It, yeah, think, so it, it, it was it was about what two years, three years. But I think his mind was on fighting. Like, Conor McGregor's mind hasn't been... He's just been away. Like, you don't know if he's going to come back. I don't know if he had the intention to compete. Like, John Jones knew once this thing gets settled, I'm going to get... I just think the mentality was different. Yeah, they both did take off, but... And then even when John Jones came back, he didn't He didn't look his best. It took him a couple of fights to kind of... But did he lose, though? Why he wasn't looking his best? No, but he's it's different. He's the best. He's arguably the best ever in McGregor. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no argue. He is. I, I mean, I, he's my favorite fighter ever. So I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna argue there, but it's different. I see what I you mean, though. If it's if you take off by choice rather than force, it's different. Yeah. Be, I wish I could afford the fight because I buy. I'm not to wait to the day after. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. Well, uh, well, Vegas, huh? Where is that in Vegas? Uh, yeah, it's in Vegas. Just go ahead and go. Let somebody run out your Airbnb for a week, and you just go ahead and do. No, no I can't do all that. I don't. Hey man, live like cash money. I don't. I don't take spur of the moment vacations. Mm-mm. That was three days. You drive through. You drive, you drive through here. I pick you up. No. no, I want McGregor to win. Though I do want McGregor to win. Wow. Just because he was he was the exciting spark for the sport. He's. I just don't like to see him down and out. He just he's that energy. Like I don't know. He's done some stupid stuff. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to root against him. I like him. Who? He's not one. Is he still one of the top fighters? I don't know how they. I don't. I wouldn't consider him now. I wouldn't say top. He's. I mean, he's top of his division, but I don't think like. As far as like the whole UFC, no, I don't think he is. Like, I'm trying to see if there's like a pound for pound. Yeah, here's a pound for pound list. What about uh, his division? Yeah, go ahead. Pound for pound list. I'm trying to see, and he's not top ten pound for pound. 
Mm-mm. I don't see him. And there's different lists, and he's not. Yeah, he's not top ten. I'm out of the whole UFC. He's not top ten on any list in his division. Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. But not, not for the whole UFC. No. You see Tyson. Uh, you see Tyson Ferry and Deontay get into it in that press conference. I seen some some clips from it. Yeah, that's gonna be a good. I want to watch that fight. I might have to order that. I don't like. I like the top dogs going at each other. That's how it should be, especially you know in MMA they'll do it. In U- UFC is hard to get that. I mean, I, I'm yeah, MMA they'll do it, but boxing is hard to get like the true top top fighters to go against yeah. each other. Takes forever. All this yada yada yada. I mean, it's prize fight. I mean, pretty much nowadays, pretty much they fight. They schedule fights. They know they can win. Yeah. And then they, they like after they made enough money, like, all right, well, we'll take this 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 big purse versus the top fighter. But Deontay ready for him. He gonna knock his big ass down. No. It's cool. He gonna slide him. Sleep him on the sleep him on the mat. He gonna knock him down at least four times, man. Deontay fired his what fired his trainer. He got somebody else in that thing. Like, all right, man, let me get somebody here. Yeah, everybody been talking to me. I'm not. A, I'm not a fighter. What you say? I'm not a boxer. I'm a fighter. I'm not a good boxer. I'm just a good fighter. Whatever. Yeah. And then I can get somebody in that ring. Get somebody in this corner that's gonna teach some ropes for real. It's too late to learn. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. You are gonna see? It's you gonna too, get this work? It's too late. It's 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 too late to introduce what he need to learn. So you gonna say Tyson, Tyson Ferry gonna win? Hundred percent. I'm gonna sure. put a bet on that one. Like I'm gonna put fifty on it. Yeah, I put fifty on that. Yeah, I... Ooh, fifty. I'm buying my fifty. What you mean? I'm just gonna put it back in the bank, invest it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy fifty, though. It is easy fifty for me. <laughs> you, knock, you knock somebody down two times in a fight and it comes up a draw you didn't do too good the fight that was the first time it's gonna be a whole different <laughs> different scenario we ain't worried yeah, about that this time he ain't getting knocked down it was but, a, uh, no this time uh, Fury ain't getting up he's better Fury's way better than he was before You make that same argument, same argument for Deontay. You can't. You gonna see? I don't think you... Tyson Fury gonna get this work. Mm. We'll see. He gonna get this work. This is light. That's how tight. That's how Deontay gonna be. You gonna see though. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unusually Ordinary. Uh, see y'all next week. Peace.